I'm very aware that I'm standing on a very thin ice when I claim to share something about male sexual pleasure, even about female sexual pleasure, because we are all so different. And as I've tried to establish, there isn't the tantric way. Tantra doesn't judge or criticize anything, but it, it involves everything and, and transforms everything. I'm actually quite curious how, how did you find the last episode about the female pleasure? Let me know if you're open to it by email or through an Instagram message at selfishly happy with Anne Bland. You can also send me an anonymous speak pipe voice message. And if you state clearly in that message that I can add your voice message to the show, I will, but otherwise I won't. But I will answer you anyway. Have a look at the show notes for the link. My intention for this podcast has always been to offer inspiration for thought, for feelings, and even practice. Another point of view on the topic and to inspire discussions in your bedroom and uh, dinner table. And ideally, trying something new as well. As always, you are invited to feel into your own th truth. Does what I say resonate with you or not? And it's okay if it doesn't. I'm not offended at all. After all, this is all about you, about your pleasure, about your relationships, about the life, your life that is lived fully. So let's talk about energy and pleasure in a penis-owned body, about cultural conditionings and being in pleasure in a different way. My name is Anne Blunt, your tantric sex and relationship coach and the host of this open and honest, very imperfect and ex explicit podcast called Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others. So for some time, I've been introducing and talking about the two energies that every single body has, the yin and the yang energy, the water and the fire, the night and the day, the passive and the active receiving and giving, and the feminine and the masculine. However, nothing to do with gender roles, and I think this is where the confusion lies and lots of trauma and trouble, trouble and pain. As I explained last time and a few times before, as a couple, you're very much encouraged to flow between these two energy states. For instance, during your lovemaking, you can be in yin mode when you're really firing things up and then switch to yin lovemaking where you slow down and rest more and connect more so that you can then continue these switches and cycles as many times as you want and make love for days <laughs> if that's, that's what you want. And uh, if your schedule allows, however, As always, I would really prefer you penciling these kind of sessions in your diary, to be honest. Well, anyway, I've also shared how female pussies are more yin, i.e. more cooler and slower to get sexually aroused. Up to 45 minutes, blokes. So remember, yin is watery and it takes time to get water to a boiling point. Whereas cocks are very young, fast and fiery, and it doesn't take that much time to ignite a fire, does it? Having said that, every one of us throughout the day embodies either yin or the yang states several times. It fluctuates. 
So it's not just about body parts. You can also consciously switch between yin and yang. If you use holistic sex tools, which you can use also outside bedroom and sex, of course, like breathing, that's a great tool for this. The longer you exhale, ideally double the time that you inhale, helps you to get into a yin state. And faster you breathe or even pant into a yang state, putting it simplistically for the sake of this episode. But just a reminder. Last time, the man or the partner who was giving pleasure to the woman embodied the yang state, state because it was a conscious act of serving and giving, which is a very yang, very masculine. Giving is a masculine activity and receiving is, is yin. So the man was holding, or the partner, was holding a conscious space and the pussy-owned person was in a yin energy state, flowing and receiving pleasure. So today, I'd like to encourage you to swap the roles. The man or the penis-owned person is more in the yin state as a receiver and the partner is the giver in the conscious yang state. I'm saying that because this can be quite triggering for some uh, some of you, but um, okay, I'm, I'm going to say this. Please bear with me and please understand that I am conscious of sounding like I am generalizing a lot. And as I said before, we are all very unique and different. So anyway, that's the caveat there. And I don't want to really stereotype anybody or... Uh, yeah, anyway. I mean, it's just, I, I just want us to collectively understand something amazing and potentially world changing if we understand these energies, or at least life changing for some couples. So here goes. Because male genitalia is yang, first of all, it can be challenging for a cocona, penis owned body, to be a receiver to be in their sexual yin, truly receiving pleasure, surrendering to it. And I underline the word surrender. Control and direction are very yang. So not pushing the usual way to peak orgasm as quickly as possible. Or ejaculation, actually. This can feel quite um, counterproductive even alien for some some men and, and penis-owned bodies to accept that level of vulnerability where they are not in control of their pleasure and not actively giving pleasure to anyone. So if this is you, I do hold you with such tender compassion and I really want to encourage you to feel safe in that situation, to learn more about your sexuality and how this, this kind of uh, deep intimacy and vulnerability can take your partnership and lovership to the next level, really. So the second point I'd like to say, and having said all that, our societal conditioning and the model, for instance, that porn shows us, women are in servitude to men. First of all, the porn assumes women's arousal and turn-on is the same as the men's, but women don't get turned on in minutes, not to mention orgasm in minutes. Remember the cool yin energy of the pussy. 
So, also, porn has created this very boring model of little bit of oral sex, banging, and then grand finale of male ejaculation. Okay, just wipe that out of your mind, please, and try to open up to a different way of learning about sex and making love or having sex. So just two weeks ago, we had an an extremely, extremely sad and traumatic example of this kind of conditioning that porn can create. Francie, when she was only nine, bless her, was conditioned by her father that um, through actually porn, that toxic modeling of porn, that she was to give pleasure to her husband, whom she was made to marry when she was only 14. And just touch by the husband triggered her conditioned response to give a blowjob and then go into intercourse. I mean, you, you have no idea how happy I was to, to meet her six months ago and now two weeks ago again and learn how this amazingly, amazingly brave woman is now con- consciously healing her childhood sexual trauma and also learning about her own pleasure and how to be in her own yin, receiving and becoming more feminine in that sense, rather than in her automatic yang response of being the giver of pleasure to her ex-husband. So this episode is not about the porn model of women being in the service of men or being controlled by them or directed to a pleasure the men want. Okay, so that's that's that. That's now put to a side. Okay, as a third point, however, having said all that, and this is most probably <laughs> the most controversial thing I will say today, but uh, but <laughs> Bear with me. But because, and look at, looking at this really at the energy point of view. So because the cock, the male genitalia is yang, it's fiery and it's fast and so easily aroused and accessed by, um, by sexual energy, this yang energy. But because his heart energy, where emotions live and love, lives is yin. It's cool and slow. So totally opposite to the female body in both parts. Women's heart is yang, so very easily hot, you know, in emotions and love and and obviously pussies are, are yin, so need more time to, to warm up. So the way to a man's love is through ah not his stomach, but through his cock. Yes, you heard me right. The more he celebrated, loved and appreciated in his sex, the safer he feels and the more love he can open from his yin heart center to flow to you. So actually, the more you can give direct pleasure to a man's cock, the more he will be able to access his love. But again, I I underline this again. But not from the say, uh, the, the place of servitude or cultural conditioning or porn model or any obligation or any pleasing and fawning, but from your powerful free will and your giving yang energy. So as we've said so many times before, but let's 
<laughs> let's just for the sake of argument repeat to myself. So the women needed the other way around. The more her yang center, her heart is celebrated, her emotions are understood and appreciated, and more the context is right, the safer she feels through loving foreplay, the more available her yin sex center, her pussy is to you. The juices will flow and literally she will be opening her legs to allow you to access her sacred temple of utmost pleasure. So think about this really. If they're so complete polar opposites, no wonder the human race have been perplexed by the differences about female and male sexuality, or rather their opposite energies in their bodies. So much unnecessary pain, suffering, divorces, separations, heartaches, even violations and abuse, because we haven't as human race understood the yin and yang energy of these two polar opposites. I mean, this is, this is mind-blowing. I mean, is it just me, the nerd in me, who finds this utmost amazing? I mean, Think about it. What we could do if we really, really could solve this puzzle. And I mean, my fourth point really is to propose a humble idea how to, to approach male pleasure differently. So it's more kind of an intentional and conscious path where all the holistic sex tools are practiced, just like in the female pleasure that I introduced in the last episode, as in one of the examples really, like this is. And for this episode, I've had more time to think and feel into this. So you can just apply all these tools and create a safe and sacred space for, for practicing in whichever re reverse roles you have, whichever is the giver and whichever is the receiver. So just setting the scene and the ambience just right for you both. And this is where the man gets to be in his yin. Receiving and surrendering, fully being present in the moment, which is actually much harder for a man than it sounds. The invitation here is to really have an open and curious mind, a sense of adventure and exploration where, um, yeah, whether you are in your receiving or giving end, it's an invitation to experience pleasure of giving and receiving in a new way and not to reinforce the conditioned gender roles or conditioned sexual pleasure. There is no goal, really, no need or pressure, for instance, to have an orgasm or to ejaculate or even to have an erection. I mean, just like in penis massage, listen to that episode if you've missed it, but you don't need an erection to have a penis massage. You don't even need an erection to have intercourse, but a little bit more about that later. So pleasure is so much more than just a quick peak orgasm with an ejaculation that, in fact, drains your energies and puts you to sleep. Okay? We all know that. We all know that. It's a, it's one of the, the most, uh, used cliche jokes in, in comedy world. But anyway, you can, you can even make an intention to be present for what is there in any given moment. And you can just make an intention to explore something else. You have the opportunity to relearn what in your body feels pleasurable not through your fantasies or visuals such as watching porn because 
we know men are more visual than women. And again, this is a quite, you know, stereotype, but here we go. I already said that uh, I apologize for that. But actually feeling your sensations in your body, just going inwards. That's how boys and girls in the olden days discovered pleasure. Through exploring their bodies, something felt pleasurable. Ooh, what's that? And hands wandered. They were more equipped to share what they liked because they knew their bodies. Now it is giving to you kind of one linear, kind of linear model that fits should be fitting everybody, but it doesn't. And it's kind of brainwashed into you. So it's always the same old, same old. And as we established last time, it gets boring for women, uh, unfortunately. I mean, it's just not how we're wired. We are wired to be these pleasure goddesses, you know, where anything can be pleasurable. Any part of our body can be pleasurable. And we can even have emotional orgasms. You know, we've discussed this so many times. But yeah, why not you too? To experience something deeply touching, intimate, ecstatic, and blissful, what Tantra calls a valley orgasm or circular pleasure that is energy giving and joyful, not energy sapping, not making you to snore. <laughs> so just relaxing into it, hey? So if you are pleasuring the man, you're being relaxed and comfortable and okay with everything will help the man to relax too. So be careful and mindful and conscious and aware what kind of energy you bring to this pleasure practice. So there isn't really a tantric technique as such, as there wasn't for the women either. But um, in tantra, it's just basically the idea is to innocently become curious and being present in the moment through your five senses. And and being present and being curious and being innocent in a way, I kind of looking at pleasure in a new way, spontaneity will emerge. You will feel with your with your tip of your fingers where to go next. If you can just learn to feel through your fingers, if you are feeling through your heart, through your eyes, if you're both present and focused on what's happening, you will co-create something absolutely exquisite. There, there could be a few basic tips, though. I mean, if as a man, as a penis-owned person, you are in your yin energy, receiving and really surrendering to your pleasure. This doesn't mean you can't communicate, by the way, but I would advise not to become too directive or fall into your yang. Just just relax and uh, and <laughs> be a human being, not a human doing. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and relax your jaw, especially the jaw. It's very important and and also to to breathe consciously and deeply. Because again, remember breathing and concentrating on your exhale will bring you into your yin, into your into your parasympathetic nervous system, which is that rest and relaxation where you can surrender and experience all those uh, exquisite valley orgasms and uh, out of out of this world's orgasmic states. So use all all the holistic sex tools. 
And that's a giver, actually. You can remind him to, to, to breathe if they are at any point holding their breath. So to create intimacy and connection, I would, I mean, I would advise you to do some other tantric processes like uh, eye gazing, which I did introduce in one of the earliest episodes. I can't remember, maybe in the first or second episode. And you can also synchronize your breathing. As a receiver, use the holistic sex uh, tool called focus and focus on your internal sensations throughout this practice. Just go boldly inwards, not outwards. As you know from fantasizing, your mind is very powerful. Fantasies do work when you want to climax, no? Yeah, you know that. So now you're really invited not to use fantasies, but to use your mind's power, your imaginative mind, to direct into your body and its sensations and even imagining movements of energy. Men often actually find imaginary energy exercises easier than women because they are so visual. So use this to your advantage. Before you know, you will feel the energy movement within you and even flowing between you and your lover. And you don't have to imagine it anymore. There are particular practices. Maybe, maybe I'll come back to those later in another episode. But going back to this, this receiving and giving, I think one of the things I can't emphasize enough is communication because we are humans after all. We, we can't just be in our consciousness all the time. So really use your, um, your gentle questioning. What does, what does he like? What, what do they like? How do they want to be touched? How do they like the speed and pressure of your touch? And really, really listen. Because the penis is yang. It quite likes getting attention early on. So don't feel like you need to wait for half an hour before you can start touching it like you may want to, you know, wait till your pussy is really on fire. So you can use your touching, really feeling, you know, when it's appropriate to go and, and kissing and breathing. You can just, yeah, those, those tools are amazing. So touching, kissing and breathing open all the senses and help you both to stay in the present moment. So just use your whole body and feel the energies moving and imagine the energies moving. So as a giver, forget about performance. That's my, my biggest advice to you because you are, you're not really trying to get anywhere. So you're really staying in the present moment and being aware what's happening by observing, by feeling. The way to play with the, the cock, balls, perineum, and even anus and the prostate gland is guided through your awareness and observing their sound, breath, and movement. And obviously the communication. Remember, there is nothing to do and nowhere to go when you're being together in Tantra. I think that's a beautiful, I repeat it actually. Remember, there is nothing to do and nowhere to go when you're being together in Tantra. The secret of Tantra is always in relaxing. 
You can relax into becoming orgasmic beings. It sounds simple, but when those hormones and the arousal starts coming, you know, how many can actually consciously remember to relax? It just takes over, doesn't it? So before you get into that kind of eight, nine, remember to relax consciously. And you can choose, obviously, to to have intercourse or stay with pleasuring through your hands and mouth and learn about energy circulation between you two, building it up and letting it flow. I think I will be doing another episode in the near future about energy flow during lovemaking. I think that's quite important. I am actually teaching that in the uh, Female Pleasure Quest. And, uh, yeah, trust your, what I would say is that I would encourage you to trust your instincts and to co-create what kind of pleasure gives you bliss and ecstasy and really being curious and learning together. So I said earlier that I would like to talk about erections um, on a tantric point of view. Erection is not important in Tantra. <laughs> May I might need to repeat that. So erection is not important in Tantra. Actually, soft penetration is one of the tantric practices that can lead to really, really amazing, exquisite and conscious loving experiences. The, if we if we look at that on the um, energy point of view, it actually can help with the the kind of time difference of the arousal of the cooler yin pussy and the quickly ready male yang cock. So the genitals through soft penetration will warm up together and grow into arousal together. It just requires connection and intimacy and being present. But it doesn't require any performance anxiety or any tension or any expectation of the outcome, not even expectation of an erection. So it's really quite liberating. And using holistic sex tools introduced in my ebook called Pleasure is Your Birthright, the easiest way to be present is to use those holistic sex tools and creating that connection and intimacy. In terms of positions, I mean, you want, might, might want to use some pillows to, to prop up, uh, especially the female pelvis and so on. But the easiest position is the scissors position where you lie on your sides and you um, kind of scissor your legs together. And what I would say is that, again, this is more active on the, on the vagina, the pussy-owned party point of view. So first of all, vagina needs to have lubrication. And if you are not aroused and you don't have your own juices running yet, or, or you are one of those females who has less wetness, even if you're aroused, a good quality oil or lube and um, would do. So make sure you have that at hand. And what's very important is to consciously stay relaxed and open your pussy because if you don't if you kind of start clenching and uh and getting tense 
this even with the uh with the relaxed and soft cock it can feel forceful and maybe i think this is actually a good advice as well is to ask your pussy what does she want does she want the soft cock inside or not and if she says yes go for it if she says no that's a no and maybe is always a no when it comes to pussy so it is the best that the cock owner keeps still and avoids thrusting and the the female guides the soft pen, penis in by using both hands. So basically what you do is you use both hands, you use your index and middle fingers. So one hand goes at the base of the cock and the other index and middle finger grips the head of the penis. So you can quite grip, grip quite quite hard actually and uh and yes if 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 they're not circumscribed you need to pull the the foreskin back so when you have kind of um scissored again this is <laughs> uh, a third scissor you know the, the legs are in scissor position and your fingers as well in a way and you are gripping the base of the cock and the the top of the the penis you know the um the head and what you do is that you start kind of feeding it in you feed or walk the penis in into your vagina little by little and once it's in even if it's just the head that is in you bring your pelvic areas as close to each other as possible and this is the time to relax and just keep an eye contact. Look into each other's eyes and really find that intimacy and that connection. And you can touch each other. Your breasts can be fondled, his buttocks can be fondled, and his testicles. You know, and keep breathing and sounding and communicating. If you become sensitive to the energy and the arousal, and grow in pleasure together without fantasizing or having any anxieties about the outcome of performance. This is truly a liberating and such a healing practice. So yes, yin moving into yang, yang moving into yin. That ancient circular symbol of yin and yang can be your new way to make love with or without the initial erection. I hope you were inspired, maybe even challenged by this episode. As always, I love to read and respond to your messages, so keep them coming. My name is Anne Bland, your tantric sex and relationship coach and the host of this open and honest, explicit podcast called Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others. Ciao, ciao.